Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards. Like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Good morning, peeps, and welcome to Woke App Daily with me, your girl, Danielle Moody, recording from the home bunker. Folks, I don't even know where to begin on this Good Tuesday, but let me tell you that it is the beginning of the week and I am at my wit's fucking end. If you follow me on TikTok, underscore Danielle Moody, you know, or Danielle Moody underscore, either way, you can follow me and find me. I posted two videos on Monday because I woke up after the weekend, after learning of the killing of three black people in Jacksonville by a white supremacist. I woke up to video of Ron DeSantis having the fucking audacity, the fucking audacity to show up at a vigil for those three black souls that were lost, that were put together by black officials in Jacksonville, Florida, and had the audacity to show up there with his fucking Barbie, white supremacist, Karen-ass wife, and sit among a black community whose contributions, lives, and voices he is trying to erase and silence in that state. To sit there with the fucking audacity after removing duly elected prosecutors from their jobs because they are black. Right. And thinking that putting one black person out and putting another black face in, but for white supremacy, then there should be no uproar because there is no difference he sees in us. To sit there and I am so grateful for the people who booed him. Because that man should have never been welcomed. He should have never been given a microphone to speak. His very fucking presence is an insult to those people's lives that were taken 
by a white supremacist who is hopped on the fucking rhetoric and the lies and the policies that are being driven by that very fucking man and the entirety of the Republican Party that is backing him. I want folks to really crystallize where we are right now. And there is a piece that I have posted that I want every single person who listens to me to read this piece and to share it, share it on social media, text it to your family and friends, put it up in your WhatsApp chat groups, spread it widely. And it is an article in The Inquirer by Will Bunch that was written on Sunday. And I have done a video on it. I posted it in my stories. And I want you to understand because what he crystallizes is where we are as a country and how journalism continues to fail us spectacularly having learned absolutely fucking nothing. And frankly, they are going to fuck themselves out of a job as well as fuck our democracy. This is what Will Bunch says in this piece that you can find at The Inquirer. William Bunch, and the article is entitled Journalism Fails Miserably at Explaining What is Really Happening to America. Momentous week of GOP debate, Trump's arrest gets horse race coverage when the story's not about an election but authoritarianism. I want to give you a couple of snippets from this piece. And then again, I encourage every single person listening to this to read it in its entirety, to download it, to share it on your own platforms, in your chat groups, with your friends, with your families, especially those that are Trumpers and MAGA. He says this, They stood on an arena stage in Milwaukee under a massive sign that read democracy. The metaphorical 800-pound gorilla that loomed over this stage political event but was never really discussed. When the dust finally settled after two hours of the first televised debate of the 2024 GOP primaries, nothing from the rude kids' table outbursts, from the impertinent Vivek Ramaswamy to the doomed efforts by Nikki Haley or Mike Pence to be the, quote, grown-ups in the room, actually mattered inside the airy Fisser forum except for one thing. All those not-so-wonderful people out there in the dark, a mob that raged and which ultimately ruled. This audience seemed to only care about the man who wasn't there, Donald Trump, who was too busy refueling his private jet for his next arrest to bother attending. The restive crowd reached its peak when it's Bette Noir, the anti-Trump turncoat Chris Christie, dare try to challenge Ramaswamy's outburst that POTUS 45 was, quote, the best president of the 21st century. It filled the basketball arena with booze. The pro-Trump ruckus was such that Fox News co-anchors Brett Baer and Martha McCollum dramatically turned around to face the audience. So listen, Bayer said, the more time we spend doing this, the less time they can talk about the issues you want to talk about. 
LOL. As the night dragged on, the only issues the crowd seemed jazzed about were brash challenges to scientific truths that it considers elite liberal pieties, like Ramaswamy's false claim that climate change solutions have killed more people than climate change, or authoritarian vows of violence like Ron DeSantis's promise to render any drug dealers at the border stone-cold dead. None of the eight people on the stage won, only Trump, his angry mob, and a 21st century brand of American fascism that is the enemy of democracy, the writing on the wall. Folks, I want to pause there. Because I generally do coverage of debates, election nights, and all of the pomp and circumstance that lead up to us going to the ballot box. I usually do specials or, you know, we'll do a IG live on said debate. I didn't do any of those things with regard to the Republican farce that was Milwaukee. And the reason being. Because I'm not going to use my platform, my microphone to amplify white supremacy. There was not a person on that stage. That is not how bent on American fascism. There is not a person on that stage that believes in the rule of law or democracy. Every single person on that stage, whether or not they are Chris Christie, who is trying to call out now Donald Trump after having fucking carried that man's water and been a punching bag for him, now all of a sudden got woke, got caught the fucking spirit and realize that the man is nothing more than a fraud, every single one of them will do exactly what Donald Trump has done, if not worse, because they actually understand the interworkings of our political system and our judicial system. Every single person on that stage is a violent threat to American democracy. And there is not one person, not that those fucking Fox News moderators or any goddamn journalist that has sat down with Vivek Ramaswamy or sat down with Ron DeSantis that is pointedly asking them questions about the policies that they are championing in their state and on these stages that go against the very fabric that formed America in the first goddamn place. Not one fucking journalist. They all are doing puff pieces and these bullshit both sidesism as if, oh, it's tribalism on both sides. No, it is not. You have one party that is fighting for dear life to hold on to democracy, and you have another that is fighting tooth and nail to destroy it. Aided and abetted by an entire media apparatus that sees money in the opportunity to continue to push their white supremacist talking points and values onto us and mainstream them. This piece by Will Bunch gets to the heart and actually calls out names. He goes on to write this. If you watch the hours of TV news coverage during an especially momentous week in August, there was little sense that reality and for long stretches of pundit blather, none at all, as talking heads gave earnest high school debating marks to candidates who were all but ignored by the GOP voter base. The disconnect deepened the next night as Trump turned what would surely be his 
comeuppance, his surrender at Atlanta's bug-infested county jail for fingerprinting and a mugshot into an outlaw display of authoritarian force. It was a remarkable night of imagery over substance, yet there was little discussion of why this accused felon was getting a phalanx of dozens of motorcycle cops comprising police who were drawn to Trump's authoritarian bluster like moths to the light. Trump's glowering mugshot instantly became the most talked about picture in American history, yet not one pundit was able to explain why tens of millions of everyday voters are so eager to turn the White House to this man who attempted a coup on January 6, 2021, or why his poll numbers rise with each indictment. I guess the 20th century author and socialist Upton Sinclair really nailed it when he wrote, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. Let me say that again. This quote by Upton Sinclair. Quote, it is difficult to get a man to understand something when his salary depends on his not understanding it. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through six X. Visit TomboyX.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Those 
journalists, in mainstream media, at these large networks, outside, right, of a few, make their money and their living off of perpetuating bullshit. Oh, let me talk to you about how Nikki Haley scored points. Nikki Haley is a fucking liar. Nikki Haley is a transphobe. That is actual facts. Because when she was at her CNN town hall debate, she made it a point to turn trans girls, children, into a target. But you have mainstream media reporters, and I use quotation marks, saying, oh, but I have to report the facts. Then report the fucking facts. The facts are that Ron DeSantis is instituting policies that are anti-democratic. Ron DeSantis is kicking out duly elected prosecutors from their jobs so that he can install his own goons. Greg Abbott is doing the same. Glenn Youngkin doing the same. Every single Republican that is running for office is talking about all of the ways that they can thwart American democracy and the people's voice and vote. That is actual news. So when they tell you that, oh, well, we have to report the facts, they are picking and choosing what facts that they want to report and then looking so hard to say, oh, well, look, if, 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 if Clarence Thomas has a billionaire benefactor and he's the one that is changing the laws for our country, Sonia Sotomayor sold some books. What the fuck? Those two things are not the same. Oh, Donald Trump has a mugshot that now Fox and the rest of them are trying to say makes him an icon and a hero. And they're literally posting up his mugshot against Martin Luther King. Um, one of those people is a fucking criminal who has done everything to enrich himself and thwart democracy while the other was jailed to fight against unjust laws that were put in place to suppress and subjugate black people in this country. Those two mugshots are not the fucking same. You have people marching in a pandemic for Black Lives Matter and for Black people having a right to exist. And you have Tiki Torch marchers down in Charlottesville, Virginia, talking about Jews will not replace me. Those two marches are not the fucking same. But the media would have you believe that they are. And what Will Bunch lays out in this piece is that, yeah, they're actually not. And he goes on in his piece to say this. Again, Will Bunch for the Inquirer. America is entering its most important pivotal year since 1860. And the U.S. media is doing a terrible job explaining what is actually happening. 
Too many of us, with our highfalutin poli-sci degrees and our dog-eared copies of the late Richard Ben Kramer's What It Takes, are still covering elections like it was the 20th century. As if the old touchstones like debates or a 30-second spot still matter. What we are building toward on November 5th, 2024, might have the outward trappings of an election, but it is really a show of force. What we call the Republican Party is barely a political party in any sense of the word, but a dangerous anti-social movement that has embraced many of the tenets of fascism from calls for violence to its dehumanizing of others, from desperate refugees at the border to transgender youth. There is, in reality, no 2024 primary because this movement embraced its infallible strongman in Trump eight years ago. And there is no, quote, Trump scandal because for them, each new crime or sexual assault is merely another indictment of the messenger, the arrogant elites from whom their contempt is the number one issue. These foot soldiers stopped believing in democracy a long time ago, no matter how big an Orwellian sign Fox News erects. If you watch enough not-Fox cable TV news, you'll occasionally see an expert on fascism, like NYU's Ruth Ben-Ghiat or Yale's Timothy Snyder, explaining the roots of the American authoritarianism, or you can read a piece like Margaret Sullivan's Guardian take on the fascist appeal of Trump clone Ramaswamy. But then it's back to your regular scheduled programming, including a desperate desire to frame today's clash in the context of long-lost 20th century democratic norms and to blame any transgressions on a mysterious, quote, tribalism that, quote, plagues both sides. This is it, folks. This is the there, there, the root of the root, the source of where we are. We have been lulled into this place That America and our democracy can survive anything. That with each decade, we get better and we bend the arc. The Republican Party has taken a fucking jackhammer to that arc. And they are drilling, drill, baby, drill. That's what the fuck they are doing. And the mainstream media is so hell-bent on Joe Biden's age and on trying to have this perception of equity when there isn't equity in what the Democrats are trying to do in America and what the Republicans are doing to America. I implore you, to read this piece, to read it, to share it, to really absorb it. We are not safe, folks. And if by the grace of God, we are able to make it to 2025 and Joe Biden actually wins, you have to understand that we are still not safe. Republicans in their current form, cannot, should not be allowed to hold any office in this country. 
if we are, by the grace, given another four years, then the Department of Justice must, must, if given that rare opportunity, that we skid by holding democracy on with our fingernails. In 2024, the Department of Justice has got to root out every single Republican bad actor and excavate this party from this country. I believe in a multi-party system. I believe in democracy, but we do not have democracy when the other party is a white supremacist, fascist, white evangelical, Christian juggernaut. That's not what we have. It is up to all of us to wake the fuck up and to wake up everybody around us until you are hoarse, until your face is blue, until you have no more energy left to give. We cannot, folks, stop fighting for this country because they are not resting. They are just getting started. And it is coming from every fucking direction. The lies. The criminality. Facts don't matter. Science doesn't matter. Democracy does not matter to these people. 30% of the country is willing to have an authoritarian regime so long as white people are favored. That's where the fuck we are. That is not hyperbolic. Look around. Look at the last several mass shootings that have happened in this place at the hands of white supremacists. So whether they are shooting up a synagogue, whether they are shooting up a black supermarket in Buffalo, whether they are shooting up a dollar store in Jacksonville, whether they are shooting up uh, women, right? Latino people at a Walmart. They are coming in droves, being egged on. Happy Pride from Tomboy X, celebrating pride and the queer community all year. Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women, creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection, obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes three extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. 
Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I want to end with this from... Will Bunch's article. He concludes his piece with this. These are the states. Dueling visions for America, not Democratic or Republican, with parades and red, white, and blue balloons, but brutal fascism or flawed democracy. The news media needs to stop with the horse race coverage of this modern-day march on Rome. Stop digging incessantly for proof that both sides are guilty of the same sins and stop thinking that a war for the imperiled survival of the American experiment is some kind of inexplicable tribalism. We need to hear from more experts on authoritarian movements and fewer pollsters and political strategists. We need journalists who will talk a lot less about who's up or down and a lot more about the stakes, including Trump's plans to dismantle the democratic norms that he calls the administrative state, to weaponize the criminal justice system and to surrender the war against climate change. If the 45th president becomes the 47th, we need the media to see 2024 not as a traditional election, but as an effort to mobilize a mass movement that would undo democracy and splatter America with more blood like what was shed Saturday in Jacksonville. We need to understand that if the next 15 months remain the worst covered election in U.S. history, that it might be our last. Folks. The piece is up right now at The Inquirer by Will Bunch. It is entitled, Journalism Fails Miserably at Explaining What is Really Happening to America. Please don't walk, run to go and read it. That is it for me today, dear friends, on Woke AF. As always, power to the people and to all the people power. Get woke and stay woke as fuck. Happy Pride from Tomboy X. Celebrating pride and the queer community all year 
Queer founded, queer run, and the makers of the original boxer briefs for women. Creating sustainable size and gender inclusive underwear, swimwear, and loungewear for all bodies so you feel comfortable in your own skin. Tomboy X just dropped their Pride 24 collection. Obsessively fit tested for all day comfort in sizes 3 extra small through 6X. Visit TomboyX.com. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.